Good morning, beloved. Welcome to Sunday Church. Uh, for those who are joining us online, you can find us on Facebook. Our handle is at Beloved Sons of God. So write to us, and then we'll we'll tell you where we gather in Bombay if you want to come and be part of us. Uh, I'm also going to share um, a link. Uh, it's a link, and it's going to open up to the PDF file below this video. So if you just look in the description, there'll be a link. So click on it, and you're going to get all the sermons, uh, all the uh, scriptures that I'm taking today. Uh, you want to decrease the volume yeah okay so um, today the testimonies are lining up with what i'm sharing so it's going to be amazing okay um so many things that i have to share today so we'll see if we can do it in two two uh, two messages or just one sunday is uh, enough for us okay uh, the more i look at this place i feel we're not going to move out of here <laughs> because it's it's exactly the way i would have designed something so anyways uh welcome okay so today we are talking about uh, emotions okay and i've titled the message as redeeming your emotions okay i haven't called it redeemed emotions redeeming your emotions yeah because it's uh, and there's a reason why i have not uh, called the message redeemed emotions but redeeming emotions okay and so we'll look into it why um so can i have that board up Beloved is awake, alive, and not a distracted church. Ulta, 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 ulta. The other way. Yeah, yeah. Is there a problem? Okay. Yeah. Can everyone see that? Is that in? Okay. So, uh, so I was looking up emotions, um, and that word actually is not in the Bible. the word emotion but there are emotions you'll find joy love there's uh, you know uh, instances of fear and uh, or you know courage and all of these are emotions so you find emotions but the word emotion i was i was looking it up and i'm trying to get like the hebrew word and the greek and i'm like it's not there in the bible you know or at least it didn't show up when i was googling it so um, so i looked up dictionary Okay, dictionary. dot com, Collins Dictionary, and different. I've I've just taken two, uh, two uh, descriptions of what emotions is. Okay, and so let's go ahead, come down. Okay, so let's look at uh, what is the dictionary meaning of emotion. An emotion is a feeling, is a what is it? A feeling such as happiness, love, fear, anger, or hatred. which can be caused by the situation that you are in or the people you are with that means emotions come these are feelings that come based on external stimulus based on something around and that's you see or you taste or you touch or you feel something and then it's going to affect who you are okay let's look at the other definition a strong feeling derived from one's circumstances mood or relationships with others again this is based on external okay so now let's see so why am i taking emotions and how do you how do you change your emotions how do you you know subdue the emotions okay and then i was reading it and i found something and so that's what i'm going to present to you today okay So, what are the four basic human emotions? So I looked up. I was trying to look up some stuff on uh, through the tree of knowledge of good and evil, or whatever the world says. Okay, and I'm just I was I was seeing that there are four basic kinds of basic uh, human emotions. Okay, there's happiness, joy, 
okay in happiness you can have excitement there's courage there is uh, you know uh, different surprised your uh, you know all of these expressions and emotions that come but it comes under you know happiness okay then there is sadness sadness is where you're crying you're maybe depressed sorrowful about something grief all of this comes under sadness okay you have fear and you have anger okay which are differently associated and it says that happiness comes is a feeling of reward so you're happy you get a good report you are happy the boss gives you a bonus you are happy so it's almost like happiness comes with reward in your head somewhere like you you something has been added to you okay punish now sadness comes i was looking it up and they were actually saying that sadness comes with an essence of punishment where something bad happened or you feel something bad happened to your loved one or the boss said something to you he fired you and something to do with punishment and then comes sadness okay think about it now with the cross righteousness means not getting the bad you deserve and the more you're getting rooted in righteousness sadness and all of these things are going to leave okay okay anyway and it says that fear and anger actually come because of stress stress okay that means someone said something put pressure to you the the fact of losing something or like the maid doesn't come on time and now you feel like oh i might be late and all of these other things and it's anger and i'm thinking at the end there is something of like as if something being taken away or the sense of loss okay or a stress stressful situation leads to anger and fear and so i was reading all of these and i was like wow i said so the more i'm getting established in righteousness all these things are changing so how do you change how do your emotions change okay so today before we get into the word um so i want to share this quick testimony right usha shared asha okay that's so they're one so i i i see them as one okay so she shared a testimony of how a dad now her dad something happens he's he's had a, a, a heart surgery before and they've not pulled out a cotton whatever that leaded to pus or whatever but maybe before her emotions would be very different right and she would react and she would get all anxious about oh it's my father and so now if my father something is wrong with his health i'm supposed to get worried and love in the world looks like worry and she's using words like overprotective in the kingdom there is no overprotectiveness right it's only the father is protective about us that's why we are not uh, we don't worry or overprotect or anything in that that comes from the world and we're not that so in one instance maybe few years ago she would be very worried and anxious and she would have all of these emotions but how come her emotions have changed what has she been doing she's been renewing her mind and she's coming in the identity of i'm the righteousness of god i'm the son of his blood and her emotions are getting redeemed even as she is believing something new about who she is and so i realized that emotions actually are a flag of wrong belief systems and where you need to renew your mind and because emotions all emotions follow our thought patterns and our belief systems and even as we are coming into our mind is getting saved we're getting renewed into the new creation identity all of these bad emotions that would be anxiety and fear and all of this are submitting to you and you're changing and in that same place where she could be worried about her father now she has peace and rest knowing that everything is in the blood and it's what is happening how are these getting redeemed through righteousness consciousness okay and so i'm going to go ahead so let's look at uh, did jesus have emotions 
so to say you know you're emotional okay so i believe the tree of knowledge of good and evil there are emotions that lead to death and one can have emotions that actually lead to life okay so let's look at jesus's emotions okay so let's look at this he has anger but his anger is good because this is holy anger and so it's right for you when you see something wrong okay you are going to get angry because you have righteous judgment in you okay now let, let's look at this jesus cleanses the temple i forgot the verse where this is from i've not put it up um but look it up okay i'm so i'm just going to read that now the passover of the jews was at hand and jesus went up to jerusalem and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business when he had made a whip of cord so he goes and sees that in the temple a temple it's uh, you know is a place of prayer and these people had made it a place of trade okay and so it says that jesus actually went away that means he thought about it and he made a whip it takes time to make a whip so the thing is in his mind that he's making a whip okay he made a whip of cords he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep the ox oxen and poured out the money changers and overturned the tables and he said to those who sold doves take these things away now see what he says do not make my father's house a house of merchandise then his disciples remembered that it was written zeal for your house has eaten me up jesus here is angry angry at not seeing truth in that place this is a place of worship this is a place of prayer and you made it a place of business and he's angry okay and it is it is righteous anger okay now let's go ahead did this anger lead to life yeah he overthrew overthrew everything and brought order there if i go to a place that is got corruption and if i see something and if i go and tell folks if i'm angry and i i bring things in order is that anger going to life yeah because i saw evil and in me as a son you're there to what happens when a sun goes in a bad situation or when the sun goes in darkness light will come forth because it's in your nature it says in proverbs that to hate evil the fear of the lord is actually to hate evil that means the fear of the lord in me anywhere it goes it hates evil it will expose it wherever there is bad things happening okay so it's righteous judgment you have but it leads this anger led to leads to life okay now look at this in john 16 most assuredly i say to you that you, okay yeah this is another example okay now he's talking about jesus is just talking with his disciples in john 16 that he is going to go he is going to go on the cross the disciples he tells them that you know you're not going to see me anymore then after some time you're going to see me again and then he talks about uh, let's just read that okay most assuredly i say to you that you will weep and lament but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful but your sorrow will be turned into joy a woman when she is in labor has sorrow or has pain because her hour has come but as soon as she has given birth to the child she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world therefore you now have sorrow but i will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you so look at this pain this sorrow this woman in labor has sorrow pain is there but is that pain just going to death why because it talks about jesus saying here that you know what you're going to forget about this pain and this joy and all of the sorrow because of what's coming in front 
Jesus said, for the Bible says that for the joy that was before him, he endured the cross. Because he knew all of you would be coming back home to him. Okay? And that's why I remember in uh, chastisement, read that where uh, there's a message on uh, chastening of the Lord. And I told you that he corrects you through his word. And it says in Hebrews that at the end of chastening, those who allow themselves to be trained by the word, it yields to the peaceable fruit of righteousness. That means this chastening doesn't lead to death. It actually leads to life. So you can see emotions here, but he's saying that, you know what, these are going to lead, lead to joy. So again, this is life. Okay, now let's see. Jesus expressed joy. Okay, so let's look at it in Luke, Luke 10. So this is now Jesus takes some 70 and then he, uh, you know, he speaks to them. Maybe he prays for them. He says, you know what, go and lay hands on the sick people. Go and preach the gospel. So he's sending these 70 out. So verse 17, I've just skipped ahead. It says, then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, now Jesus says this to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. I like this. He's actually telling them, don't have joy that those demons are obeying you. That the report came clear and then you're jumping. Of course it will because you're a son of his blood. Okay. But he's saying rejoice that your names are written in heaven. I rejoice because I have a father and my relationship with the father is by blood. That's what he's saying. Okay. Now see this. Just one more page. No, uh, I think I put it. Okay. 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 So I'm reading. But that doesn't matter. We can still take this. Okay. Good, you brought to my attention. I need to number my pages. Okay, verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my father and no one knows who the son is except the father and who the father is except the son and the one to whom the son wills to reveal him. Okay, so Jesus expresses joy here. Okay, let me take what I had on page number two, which is sadness. Okay, so let's look at what sadness looks like. So think about it, okay? I'm taking all of these different emotions and they look like they're different. There is sadness, but it it is from the tree of life and it leads to life. It's not where it leads to death, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, where you're crying and sorrow and it's just like damp and it leads to death. Now look at this in Luke 19. Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. Verse 41. Now as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. Jesus cried, saying, if you had known, even you, especially in this your day, he's looking at Jerusalem, okay, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes, for days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you and surround you and close you in on every side and level you and your children within you to the ground. 
and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation why is he crying jesus weeps he looks at jerusalem jesus came for his own first right but his own didn't receive him so we the gentile nations got it now and the, it says in the bible that the jewish nation will be the last to be saved the jews okay the blindness over their eyes the veil will be, will be taken away after the fullness of the gentile world comes in so why is jesus crying here he's seeing its future he's crying because of unbelief that they don't they don't believe that he is the messiah and he's crying because he can see what's coming for them but can you see that his tears are not death his tears are life okay now see this another instance where jesus cries okay so he's got emotions but there is emotions as a son that we have and we are called it's from the tree of life but these are emotions there's a place where it leads to life our emotions don't lead to death okay and that's where i'm going to take you okay look at john 11 now this is where lazarus has died okay and there's this whole conversation going on read up the whole of uh, john 11 but i've started it from verse 32 so mary came where jesus was and saw him and she fell at his fell at his feet saying to him lord if you had been here my brother would not have died therefore when jesus saw her weeping and the jews who came with her weeping he groaned in the spirit and was troubled i've done this sermon once long time ago and i told you that word groan actually means he got angry he got angry with them okay and he was troubled and he said where have you laid him they said to him lord come and see verse 35 jesus wept he cried again he looks at jerusalem he cries because they don't believe in him he is looking at lazarus he is looking at mary martha he's crying but these tears are not of death that someone is dying it can't be is because he is resurrection and he is life he's crying because you don't believe okay now look at this and then some of them said could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying then jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb it was a cave and a stone lay against it jesus said take away the stone martha the sister of him who was dead said to him lord by this time there is a stench for he has been dead four days jesus said to her did i not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of god then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying and jesus lifted up his eyes and said this is true for you father i thank you that you have heard me and i know that you always hear me the father hears the son always this is your rest okay father i thank you that you have heard me and i know that you always hear me but because of the people who are standing by i said this that they may believe that you sent me now when they had said these things he cried with a loud voice lazarus come forth and he who had died came out both bound hand and foot and grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth and jesus said to him loose him and let him go after he came back to life no jesus was not jumping up and down why he he was crying just a minute ago because he was angry that they were not listening to him and so after he rose again he's not doing hallelujah he wasn't think about these emotions right he's so like yeah obviously he'll get up because I, i'm in my presence 
okay and maybe he would be more rejoicing if the disciples before his death were dancing that's why it says rejoice o barren you who is not born rejoice and sing okay because your you, those emotions are different and that's why in the new creation our emotions look different in the midst of chaos you look heartless but because we love in spirit and in truth as sons okay now i'll show i'll share this with you so same things okay i was uh, reading on emotions and i was wondering i was looking at my life before in many years ago and i was like how come i'm not that emotional anymore and then i realized it's because my mind is so renewed that now there is no place and e- emotions are a fruit of your thinking and that's why you'll remember if you're depressed you've just been thinking all rubbish in your head that's why don't take every thought that's why i say take no thought that means it, you can only take no thought if it's not yours take no thought because not all thoughts are yours they're from the devil and that's why it says bring every thought into the captivity to the obedience of christ that means christ in you it exalts itself making you feel you're not the son of his blood that's why you choose not to worry about it okay and so i realized few years ago it was different now i'm a little different calmer more relaxed is because your soul has got saved is coming into the oneness of your spirit man you're believing your belief system has changed and so now your emotions are also a by product of your belief you learn to rest you uh, in the same situation you won't flag up so much okay up and down and so what happened uh okay So okay let me just continue and then I'm going to give that testimony okay so we see that Jesus there's no record of him experiencing fear anxiety and worry there is joy there is anger holy anger okay he is he's weeping because he sees what's going to happen because of the unbelief the sadness but these are not emotions leading to death and which is which are the emotions that lead to death you have fear fear of something loss okay something going away that is fear anxiety anxiousness worry the bible actually tells you don't worry why because you have a heavenly father okay it says be anxious for nothing but in all things just pray and thank the father and bring your petitions before him and then god's peace will arrest you okay and it talks about not worrying right in uh, matthew matthew 16 I believe okay where Jesus says don't worry seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so these come from the tree of knowledge of good and evil negative where it leads to death okay constantly and so now let's see this okay so i i went ahead and i was trying to look at let's look at jesus's emotions in the midst of negative circumstances or what they would be for you and me so i've taken three examples okay Let's see Jesus sleeps in the storm Matthew 8:23. Now I haven't taken this okay I'm just going to read it out to you. So I'll tell you the story. So this is where Jesus has told his disciples that we're going to go on the other side. All of his disciples get into the boat. Now there is a big storm that comes in for the newcomers who don't know the story, right? And what happens? Water is coming into the storm. The boat is shaking. Probably there are lightnings in the sky. There is noise, there's thunder. Okay and so what the disciples are first time hanging out with the new creation Jesus Christ son of god so for the longest time they know water in boat means die no water in boat okay we live water in boat wind noise death coming forth and so their re- reactions and emotions are everything from the world and they're looking at their surroundings and our emotions are going by what they're seeing outside external and then jesus is sleeping in the storm 
in the midst of this external whatever the stimuli or the circumstance his emotions are of rest how come how is he still and how does he sleep in the storm one has different emotions is maybe some of the disciples were even crying fear anxiety and one is so still is because he knows who he is his identity is not coming from what he's seeing is coming from what the father has said about him who he is and so can you see like you can see two two people that look human in that boat but one has different emotions and even as you're waking up to who you are in your sonship you'll see that your emotions start coming coming under your subjection that they change that maybe you're becoming more calmer you're becoming more still and all of these are coming under your feet even as you're waking up to who you are okay now see this look at the death of lazarus okay we just spoke about it john 11 okay you have jesus when jesus shows up there there are many people there who are crying okay and they have emotions and in the world it looks like someone has passed away or someone is sick let's cry and then jesus comes in and here it it says that he doesn't have those emotions in fact all those who were crying he got very angry and he had different emotions in the midst of grieving he has different emotions there okay in the midst of the same situation where the disciples are crying or the others are you know uh, there's martha and mary and all of this and jesus puts them out and in another instance someone else has died and then jesus it says that put all the mourners out close the door and then he goes and says talitha get up wake up okay and so what are, what do the emotions of the son look like he looked so heartless in this situation but yet who he is resurrection life showed up in in lazarus and someone who was dead came back to life so he is he has emotions but his emotions lead to life whereas one's emotions were crying buckets eyes out it did not do anything the comfort maybe they were comforting mary it's okay it's okay did it do anything you still can't raise my brother up you may have found temporary comfort but it still leads to death these emotions okay and as sons we have emotions but our emotions lead to life okay now the same thing so my brother he had uh, uh, you know uh, something about this eye now my mom doesn't even tell me a lot of the things okay so he had something about the eye and uh, sandeep as you know i like to leave each one in their own relationship with the father okay no shepherding uh, anybody so i'll bring them into the kingdom and after that you know it's i've told them here and there and then i i leave them by, by themselves because he is the savior not me okay and uh, i allow them to be fathered so sandeep comes mom tells me that he is gone to the eye doctor he couldn't see he was seeing some things he goes to the eye doctor and eye doctor calls the surgeon and says this might be something very big please go do ct scan all these tests and my father i told you like he had a symptom of cancer in him okay many years ago that's how he went to the lord okay but we didn't take the identity from your earthly father our identity comes from a heavenly father your bloodline changed after you got born again so all of these things maybe were wrestling in his mind so i didn't know about it so uh, i go home i was with sandeep sandeep never really tells me pray for him okay so that day he said priya pray for me okay so i i just put my hands to his head and i was actually angry with him because every time i tell him you know like start hearing and all and he'll 
fight with me and all of that so I was actually pissed so I didn't say anything I told my mom I, I just told him and there's a sunship book on the table there it's time to open up and read it read it and I walked off so it looked like this heartless sister okay but see I have to love him in spirit and truth you know what my rest is I may touch his head my rest is not in me touching his head my rest is because I'm a son of his blood everyone in my family Psalm 91 is your inheritance that nothing can touch anyone that belongs to the son of his blood that means whatever my laptop my car my thing so i obviously i don't worry so i didn't worry i looked heartless to the world it looks love looks worry and message me 10 times i didn't i was shooting i forgot about that problem i said how can i take this care i cannot take this care because he is the one caring how can i take it so it looked heartless i look i didn't even follow up nothing i did and so i left that sunship then mom tells me he got up in the morning started reading the sunship book he sat maybe he heard some other sermon and all this was going on see we have to push them so that this is now his relationship but my rest is not in my prayer for him my rest is in my relationship with my father you are understanding you're getting this okay remember last week i showed you a diagram of how everything external gets fixed fixed by you not forgetting who you are so what happens this comes like a problem and says priya catch it let's worry about your brother let's pray for him let's fight and then that's the time when i have to throw it back and say there's nothing to fight there's nothing to fix is just his association with me is enough lazarus's association with jesus was enough he doesn't even know he needs prayer he's dead think about it and he gets risen up imagine when lazarus woke up and he's like what happened like what happened to those four days that he was gone like what's going on he doesn't know he doesn't even have faith he's dead he gets up okay is because you're living off his faithfulness now father's faithfulness okay so mom told me so i was like okay fine and then uh, my usual solution to everybody who has some problems and i always say go for a movie go for a happy movie go buy a car he bought a thar uh, whatever this morning i was sitting here so i was not and i didn't even know what happened with the ct scans and then they told him so everything came clear okay he did every scan possible i said go dig in and do every scan possible all of the reports are clear but do we rejoice in the clear reports we don't need to because he's saying don't rejoice that the demons obey you rejoice that your names are written in heaven because you are a son of my blood that's why i rejoice okay all of these things will submit to you so do i have emotions in this place Of course I have emotions but my emotions are not leading to death worry leads to death my emotions if you really believe who you are then they will actually lead to life they're on the good side where it looks heartless but it gave life no everything is the way we want it right is because we're on this side of the cross the tree of life so we have emotions and our emotions lead to life you're hearing you're listening okay it's coming alive to you now look at this death of john John dies. He is beheaded. He is Jesus's cousin. Remember, he came ahead of him, declaring the way of the Lord. Okay. Now, his cousin dies, and guess what Jesus does? It says after Jesus hears that his cousin died, he went away to a solitary place a little. He sing, and then, then comes the the miracle of feeding the five thousand. he multiplies the loaves and fishes he he sees that these people have traveled with him for a very long time it says that in fact before that it says that he went away and then he healed people who were sick 
he healed people who were sick and then comes this great miracle where it says that Jesus had compassion all of these multitudes were following him and it says he saw them he felt compassion that they've been even without food and then he tells his disciples get the loaves whatever you have and he multiplies it and there is celebration here someone just died and then you're having a celebration okay is because if you if you see and if you understand that you are life then you don't lose anything i remember when when my dad went on to be with jesus it says to be absent in the body is to be present with the lord in the bible if you if if you realize that you're a son then a son doesn't lose anything you'll just meet again and so there's no grief you're going to have there's no sorrow because this is temporal and you'll still meet them one day so there's no there's no grief le- leading to death as sons really the more you're waking up to who you are your emotions everything is getting redeemed and so you'll have different responses in the same situation you'll react differently okay i remember a few years ago and i've shared this in the last i think a, a q and a or i was sharing it with somebody um you know uh, when a relationship doesn't work out and i allowed it to affect me for so long that it affected my work it affected everything i really let like 2 years just go and i was just processing it and then i realized i was in the same situation later on but nothing happened everything was fine and in between then and then i realized that because i've renewed my mind so much and i started seeing who i am all my emotions and my reactions to the same situations are now a little different and now they're actually leading to to life okay things and you'll start seeing those things happen in your in your life so as sons we don't sit and cry i've been there but you get up and stand is because you're the righteousness of god in christ it says that the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in in the holy spirit our greatest rest is that christ is in you and that you're never alone there is no death for a son okay now see this let's go ahead okay so jesus has emotions but they're not in the negative his emotions lead to life and that's where we want i are called to be where all our emotions lead to life okay so let's look at um, let's go ahead <clears throat> okay so i put there emotions follow your thinking your thoughts your belief system so if i see someone who's emotional and who's crying over a situation first i won't try to console them because no matter what i do it'll only be temporal it's going to be short lived so we don't give condolences and we don't do anything like that if you had a very negative situation that's happened i actually tell them give me time and just hear the word so i tell them time and i said this is not a quick fix this will be an eternal fix because it will lead to life and peace So I tell them that okay and because I know that they're crying because their belief systems are wrong they're crying because a lot of their thinking is wrong and that's why all of these emotions are so flustered and negative and to uproot a belief system you just have to start believing who you are who the father says you are okay so what does it say as a son now I'm going to use this diagram I'm going to explain it how many believe in Jesus you have Jesus in your heart ha you became a new creation 2 corinthians 5 i think 517 you became a new creation old things old things 
are passed away all things have become all things have become new all things are of god okay it says that we have been reconciled back to the father that means you're no more adam you are born of christ begotten means what born of him the more you start seeing yourself begotten of the father not of adam your your emotions will start looking also like christ in you jesus kind that's the time where one time you acted like the disciples the next time you went through the storm you really didn't care you learned to sleep in the storm first time dad's cancer report many years ago okay i was crying and everything it was different i told i had 100 people praying for me also i many churches praying for me mom's time the same thing came i learned i was like i'm not telling anyone to pray because there's nothing to pray there's nothing to fix this is a lie i learned to sleep in the storm did the test again it came negative and then i just continue doing that because you're in the blood your relationship so my emotions changed at one time i could be all flustered the other time you're learning to sleep in the storm but how are the emotions changing how even as you're renewing your mind okay that's why it's so important to renew, renew your mind all of those negative things will fall off all of the fear anxiety everything will leave that's why it says when you're established in righteousness you're far from oppression depression you're far from fear when you're getting established in righteousness consciousness okay now see this so big thing John 4:24 God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth I told you that word worship means kiss him those who are intimate with him you want to show intimacy with your father it says worship him in spirit and in truth are you uh, are you your flesh are you your body what are you why are you spirit because god is spirit everything follows your identity including your emotions they will submit to you even as you start believing who you are now i am a spiritual being god is spirit okay now let's see romans 12 and do not be conformed to this world that means don't come into the patterns and cycles of this world don't identify yourself with this world but be transformed and i told you that word transform means transfigured remember jesus on the mount of transfiguration he shone it was all white okay there was like glory around him that's the same word for this word in in greek means and be transformed transfigured by the what does it say renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of god romans 1 for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ this is paul speaking for it is the power of god to salvation you know what the gospel is paul preaches right it's grace the revelation of grace the revelation of christ in you sonship righteousness justification by faith and he's saying if i'm preaching this gospel it is the power of god for salvation even your emotions the power of god for salvation that means i'm preaching the gospel that i'm getting rooted you rooted in sonship your righteousness of god in christ it's saving everything of you okay for everyone who believes for the jew first and also for the greek for in it the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith 
not by our feelings not by our emotions they live by faith okay so now let me explain you this before i got into this i, I wanted to look at joseph joshua and david's life okay now let's see this so what part of you so remember we covered about spirit soul and body okay now i just do this to explain you the part of me that got born again seated at the right hand of the father in christ is your spirit man Christ in you everything got saved first we were dead it says the minute you are in Christ you are alive you are born again your spirit of god born again the part of us that that got messed up is your mind your soul after adam partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil all of this rubbish everything that we have right now in our head if you've not renewed it is all from our external stimulus everything that the body might tell you so the body acts funny you say i am sick we don't get our identity from the body i only get a sense when you're born again everything about you is coming from what the father says about you because what the father says is truth and everything else that presents itself to us he calls it a lie that's why we listen as good children only to what our father says about us okay so your your soul got messed up and so even as your and uh, you know i've just give, drawn another person you could say that's the body okay This is every time you're coming here on a Sunday service and you're hearing the word your mind is getting renewed. Now in every situation you can either look at the carnal or what the world calls uh, you know the world or what the bible calls the flesh and what is carnal anything that you can see that you can touch you can taste you can hear you can smell everything coming from your five senses that means it's not aided by god it's independent of god something that you're doing on your own your own thinking your own logic your own understanding trying to derive something out of that that is coming out of your carnal and flesh okay and the spirit is really just coming by the word of god and in everything as much as you allow your mind to get ruled either by what your father says or by whatever your situation is telling you that's where your emotions will be and that's where in one situation you can have anxiety because you're acting like the world and in one situation suddenly you don't have anxiousness you have rest and peace because you believe what the father says about you and you'll realize even as maybe you were having negative emotions before because you were going by what the world was telling you even as now you're renewing your mind your emotions are also getting saved and they're coming into the oneness of your spirit man you are seeing your hearing your understanding okay and the more you're believing your identity is coming from your spirit what your father says about you all of those situations are submitting to you okay so a carnal person is somebody who just goes by what they see someone did to me something they they said something to me they got offended is because all your emotions are based on in the hands of somebody else how easy it is for them to sift you i was wondering you know i told you my maid comes late especially on sunday mornings and so this morning again she was late and i was really processing how to handle this you know i was like i'm speaking on emotions today i said so uh, you know but th- this is uh, uh, i read somewhere you know you can't change something you learn to tolerate if you are tolerating it then you are tolerating it you know you can fire you can bring another maid So I was processing this in my head. I was like, "Yeah." So I'm controlled, and I said, "I'm not going to say it because I'm going to preach on emotions. I don't want to let it off." Today. So she came in. She did. I said one thing, but I didn't say all the bad things. And uh, then I was just like, "I said I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to get somebody else." 
because this is in my hands i know this and if i have allowed this is because i have allowed this i can keep somebody who adheres to time you know and so uh, i was looking at that and so what happened i was just trying to think like why does all of this anger come up and what is it because you feel you will be late the, the fear of something like a loss or some death that is coming and so that entire anxiousness comes in and now you want to just let it off to somebody else okay and i was like no but everything about my life it will lead to life so i decided not to bring up something on i just decided to shut up and i said i'm i'm i know what i'm going to do i'm going to get something and just bring in some order because you know i can't if if i tolerate begin to tolerate then i can't change the things that i've learned to tolerate okay and so um so what happened i just started i started submitting being led by the spirit not by the flesh so we'll read romans 8 okay it says you know what led means that means you allow yourself to be dominated by the spirit not by your carnal flesh and and that it says if you allow yourself to be dominated by the spirit in all things it leads to life and peace but when you allow yourself to be dominated by the flesh it leads to we'll read it in romans 8 <laughs> my beloved sons who know the word very well okay let's read uh, 2 corinthians 5 and then you go ahead to uh, romans 8 okay for we walk by faith not by sight you walk by faith not by sight isaiah 54 14 in righteousness you shall be established you shall be far from oppression for you shall not fear now before i read romans 8 let's look at joseph joshua and david's life so these are all sons before the cross so the holy spirit was outside it was not indwelling in them they were still sons of adam you and i are not sons of adam we are born from him after christ came okay now now let's look at these situations okay so joseph's life joseph is uh, you know chosen by god that he is going to be head of egypt and he saves israel from this big famine that's coming over the land and so when joseph is small about 17 years he has dreams he has two dreams okay and in these dreams all of his family is going to sort of worship him or submit to him okay the parents and his brothers make fun of him they sell him off to some egyptian slaves joseph goes and it says every time if you read joseph's life it says that god was with him he was successful whether he was in the potiphar's house everything that was under joseph's care was always successful it if there were uh, cows with him they gave him maybe lot of milk if he had sheep they were just the fattest sheep or they gave really good wool okay so everything that was under his care was really abundant and then it says that imagine how he's been so good potiphar's wife wants to come and sleep with him and then joseph says no how can i can't do this to my master because he has kept everything he's put under my care except you so how can i do this he's saying i can't do this evil unto my father and to my god because his relationship is with him and now think about it maybe he's been loyal to this guy potiphar for so long and now potiphar puts him in prison because he listens to his wife and he's like no no this guy has done something bad he puts him in the dungeon now he's in the dungeon again he finds favor with the main dungeon guy and he makes him the head of the dungeon 
now you know the story right a cup a baker comes there and a cup bearer they both individually they've done something wrong in the king's palace and the king puts him in the puts both of them in the prison they both have dreams and joseph interprets both their dreams and after joseph interprets the dreams one gets restored while the other is beheaded just the way joseph had interpreted the dreams and and joseph tells the guy he tells the cup bearer listen when when your head is lifted up when pharaoh doesn't do anything to you when you go free remember me and what happens the cup bearer forgets about him and it says joseph was in the prison two more years think about this person can get really angry like really pissed i'm just doing everything right and then i'm in this prison i i spoke up i stood up for potiphar's wife i didn't sleep with her and here suddenly potiphar puts me in dungeon okay and but you can see somebody whose emotions are not negative but in giving life and still in a place of rest why is because everything about him was still coming from what the father says and his relationship was with the father and so he's not getting bitter for those two years maybe mentioned in another two years going on and then at the right time god did what he had already spoken the weight is not on you the weight is on him the promise he gave the promise he will keep it you know rest is really like a hammock that he is faithful to his word that's why i chill out he told me psalm 91 okay he told me so he will keep it no you're a son of his blood we're in rest that's what our rest is okay so think about it so he's not getting bitter and then at the right time the king has a dream and then the cup bearer remembers and it says in one day suddenly the washes close everything to present him before the king because now his life is going to change and i love when joseph had his first child it says that he named him i forgot the name or he's named him but he said because the father has made me forget everything about my youth all the sorrows of my youth everything he's made me forget i told you the memories of the righteous are blessed the father can do that so expect that okay out of him uh but i love this but you look at his emotions are a bit different than maybe some others in that same situation okay is because his relationship and his rest was really in the father and not in what was presented to him from the world now let's look at let's look at joshua's life joshua and caleb you remember them they're in the promise uh, they're in the wilderness with the rest of israel and now spies are sent to check out the land this promised land that god has told us is going to be so awesome we're going to uh, we're going to you know eat out of a land of milk and honey it's going to be we're going to live in houses that we didn't build eat out of things that we didn't plant so they send spies and what happens they see the same situation but these all the people that went in they saw all of these giants and they got very fearful and there was no courage in them but it says that when Joshua and Caleb went it said that they had courage and they had a different spirit so same situation but different emotions and why were their emotions different Joshua and Caleb and they were the ones who took Israel into that land but they they had courage in them and they gave a good report they actually said that these giants are going to be like food for us and the land that the father is giving to us is going to be good because we really trusted that this land is not in our own ability the father is going to give me this victory so how do their emotions how are their emotions different and not of fear and anxiety same situation is because they're believing what the father says about them all emotions are following your belief systems and the more you're coming into a place of rest you're coming on this side you're starting hearing here not here not a carnal person going by what 
my identity is coming from my father not from what my brother says about me not by what my mother says about me even though she might say good things about me but it's really coming from what your father says and you become more stable less emotions also okay it means not like high flying emotions and i realized that wow i said they were all saying because it's got to do with word the word in you okay let's look at david david goliath coming in front of him goliath came to the whole of israel all of israel is scared wants to run no one wants to confront goliath but david goes and confronts and he has different emotions he does not have fear but he has rest he has courage and he wants to actually go confront him why again he is not going by what he see he is going by his relationship with his father and that in that in the midst of the same situation where goliath comes for the whole of israel this one child has different emotions being displaced where actually saul gets worried his brothers get worried like oh we know this guy this kid is just going to go ahead of him and trying to take him down he'll try to act smart different but his emotions look so different and that's why you and i even as you're renewing your mind you're coming into what your father says don't worry about emotions and changing your emotions just get the word in and start renewing your mind to who you are the negative emotions will go away they'll submit they will be the fruit holiness actually not holiness doesn't mean always don't have sex holiness actually means having his nature in you even holiness means divine health okay holiness is a fruit of righteousness it says in romans 5 it comes by getting established in righteousness the the fruit is holiness the nature of your father in you and that's why even all those emotions come up sometimes i don't go with them like why i'm trying to control as a no i just go ahead and renewing my mind of who i am and my identity and just moving forward in that is because the fruit is holiness and it will be patience and self control and all of these it's the fruit of the spirit have you ever tried making an apple you can't make an apple but you have the seed you put the seed in the ground you water that seed and then the apple will come or whatever fruit is there it will is a by product of what you're watering and that's why i say come and get established in righteousness fear oppression all of these things will leave you okay now see this romans 8 There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Are you in Christ Jesus? Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of it's the law of the spirit of life. Where in the law of the spirit of life, that means I have only one fruit in my life. It will just lead to life. my emotions everything will lead to life and this we are out of the law of the law of sin and death which leads to death all of these emotions here you cry with somebody it will just lead to death okay i told you if i want to see we want to see resurrection life in you then our responses to your problem sometimes are very different we don't sit and comfort because that comfort will lead to death one slap sometimes will lead to life to shake you up and to wake you up that you're a son of his blood stop crying okay now see this for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh 
every sin that you do is sin in the flesh and it says that sin in the flesh has been condemned in the body of Christ okay that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit that means priya you do not have to go by what everything tells you whatever you see whatever you feel whatever you touch don't live your life by this and make results and assumptions and judgments based on what you're seeing you live by what only the father says about you and so if mom says sandeep something is i live by what my father says about me and so the more i started doing it more than you become carefree you'll actually won't worry to the world you look heartless but to your father you're just walking like him jesus looked heartless in the storm that's why his disciples woke him up and said don't you care you of no heart don't you care shouldn't you be worried about us and then jesus yells at them we have redeemed emotions even as you're getting saved your emotions are getting redeemed okay because you will have different reactions in those situations now see this but those who live according to the flesh yeah that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit now see this for those who live according to the flesh that means every time you go by everything what is getting presented to you those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit this bible study on wednesday i got this amazing revelation okay it says that your life it says that jesus said i live because of the father the son lives because of the father your life is coming from is it coming from the food you eat so whether your report suppose you went and even did a report from the doctor he gave you some negative report but whether i get a negative report or a positive report it doesn't matter because my life is not coming based on the positive report or the negative report my life is coming based on my father your life is not coming from the food you eat your life is coming from the holy spirit for humans it's coming from the food they eat if you are redeemed born again born from above begotten of god you became a new species this new creation doesn't get its life from what they eat that's why you can have 100 vaccines nothing will happen to you don't worry whether i should get a vaccine not get a vaccine it doesn't matter because your life is coming from the holy spirit not the existence or the absence of the vaccine in you get this truth in you so it doesn't matter and so i was reading it i was like wow the sun gets life from the holy spirit and so i shared a testimony in africa where this guy didn't have uh, eyeballs the pupil the black okay and imagine the power of god was moving they were at a meeting and this guy began to see without a pupil without eyeballs inside how can you see without a and then i realized is because god is not confined to your eyeball god can make you give you sight without eyeballs that's for you you confine yourself to that and then i realized wow that is so amazing and i and that's when it it hit home your life comes from your holy spirit not from your body to the humans it does your life my life everything now life think about it life doesn't even mean just physical existence it means life even your finances even your relationships everything is coming from the holy spirit okay so look at this for to be carnally minded 
is death but to be spiritually why does it say minded that means what part of you your mind so spiritually minded is life peace you want to see peace in that situation believe what the father says about you and when your father you start believing it it produces more rest you don't believe it you'll cry you'll cry for one day two days three days i'm telling you i've cried for two years lots my mom knows <laughs> after some time i got fed up <laughs> and i realized like oh god i don't want to cry anymore okay and then i realized i started renewing my mind and then everything started changing okay for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind that means a mind that is constantly going by what you see what someone said to you what someone did to you i got irritated by them they said this i said hmm, hmm, hmm. okay because a carnal mind is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be so those who are in the flesh those who are in the flesh cannot please god you're going by what you see what someone said someone did it lead to death you'll just stay there okay but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit are you born again jesus is in you so what does it say you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you spirit of god is in you yeah you're not in the flesh you're in the spirit now allow yourself to be dominated by the spirit that's why everyone runs from goliath but david wants to go and confront him and take him down because he knows that anyway he is not going to win this he is not doing this is not his five stones it's the father who's going to give him the victory that's why you learn to be more relaxed and chilled out mom let him go buy a car go go buy a car sandeep that's what i told him okay uh where was i yeah you are not in the flesh okay okay now if anyone does not have the spirit of christ he is not his and if christ is in you if is christ in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of because of and righteousness leads to life to be led by the spirit simply means i'm i'm telling you you all are not the same you know when i first met each of you all i can actually put a finger and see like how they were and how they've got transformed their situations they react differently emotions they're calm they're more collected all of these is because the word has changed you so much and after some time what was abnormal is becoming very normal normal that others look at your peace and re- realize how come this person is very different we have emotions but we have emotions that lead to life our emotions are different we'll have tears tears of joy to see what's coming forth long suffering patient you know because you're looking at them in faith you know what is what is the fruit and the future of this person okay now see this it says here the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him of the father who raised jesus from the dead who raised jesus from the dead the holy spirit the father who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised christ from the dead who is he the father the holy spirit will also give life to your mortal bodies 
through his who dwells in so where is your life coming to your mortal mortal means what something that is dying so you it's saying that yeah you're living in this adamic body but your life is not coming from adam anymore it's coming from the resurrected spirit man and so this spirit is giving life to this mortal body that means everything in you is resurrecting that's why i said you don't have to die at 100 death is under your feet adam dies a son can't that's why what did jesus say in the resurrection you will believe when mary tells yes yes when you know when uh, at the resurrection we will all uh, wake up and then jesus saying no but those who believe in me who live and believe in me they will never die do you believe this no one can believe this but you can believe this because your sons because your life you will die if your life is not coming from the holy spirit if it's coming from the carnal flesh and everything yeah eat as much as you want you still die your life is coming from the holy spirit that's your existence and this spirit is the spirit of righteousness resurrection that means anything is dead it will keep resurrecting so you'll start living longer your white hair will start going black okay you start looking younger and younger really these are truths take them those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life the previous one says you won't have death that means you'll reign in life means how you'll reign over death in all situations they come with death only in however whether it's a bad relationship or some boss issues financial financial issues it's like coming with death in it and it says righteousness leads you to reign over death that means the more you realize who you are you are reigning over that how can i reign over my brother whatever report no it can't because you are associated just your association with me will have always resurrection okay even your dog will resurrect okay look at this sonship through the spirit verse 12 therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live to live according to the flesh debtors means what what is the meaning of debtor you owe somebody that means this word is actually saying please don't run after everything that the world tells you your flesh tells you all your sense ram tells you he's saying you know debtors means you don't you don't submit yourself you don't owe anything therefore you are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit what does it tell you to do put to death the deeds of the body you will live let me read again for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are sons of god it means there's an inheritance for you and every time you're hearing two things and that's the time you calm yourself down and you realize i told you take 2 minutes away go lock yourself in the room whenever you're presented with a problem and first don't forget who you are who the problem came knocking to not a human but the son of his blood you're a resurrected son born again born from him new creation and so then you'll respond differently and then it says here those who are led by the spirit that means you are dominated by what the father says you are sons of god for if you did not you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of ad- adoption by whom we cry out abba father now see this the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god just meditate on that the spirit bears witness with your spirit that you are a new species that you are a new creation born from above 
bloodline changed no more adam born of christ so the spirit is bearing witness with me that i am we are born of the resurrected christ new species that's what it means and if children yeah then if this new species heirs of god that means everything that god has i have joint heirs with christ that means his inheritance his holiness his divine nature everything if indeed we suffer with him i died with him that we may also be glorified together there's so much in that one verse bearing witness means you know what a witness is i told you this in a court case you take a witness he was there with me i was not there at this phase so if i have a witness yeah he's here to testify that this is true whatever he's saying is true that's a witness bring a witness the holy spirit only witnesses he's called the spirit of truth he will only witness to truth the symptoms in your body the lying symptoms are they true yeah the lying symptoms so i say they're lying symptoms he'll only bear witness with the truth so then i speak who i am i rest in the middle in that situation i choose not to run after it and make it my own problem okay and that's when because it's not mine to take cast all your cares it says because they belong to him not you jesus died and took them on the cross okay so look at this and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together 2 corinthians 10:3 for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god so one second i'm going to take 15 more minutes and then we'll end okay though we walk in the flesh are you in this world but it says we are not of this world now though we walk in the flesh it's saying you do not war according to the flesh that means i can't go and sit and counsel somebody for one hour it will lead to death i have to do it differently if i want life in that person and it's saying here for the weapons of our warfare that means how we are fighting these things are not carnal like the world will do it but mighty in god one second for pulling down strongholds that means these lies how does a stronghold happen you believe a lie went on went on went on went on it's become this big mountain and stronghold casting down arguments where do the arguments go on in your head i said this now maybe he'll say this maybe he's thinking this sometimes this happens to me okay i send this text message is he thinking like that okay this may be my boss or whatever and then goes on casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god that means who you are and then it tells you listen bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled to punish all disobedience that means everything is exalting and that's when you're pulling it down and bring it to one second christ in you you learn to pull down your thoughts you won't be depressed a depressed person is nothing but just hearing every time i've had many people who tell me that they're depressed 
<coughs> and then when they come to me and these people never come and sit with me they don't hear the word but every time i pick up the phone you know i've been depressed for few months and then every time i talk to you i feel good i said but my messages are on youtube imagine that's the same thing me talking is nothing but a life sermon that i'm giving you i said you can hear it on youtube and i said all of this will leave is because depression is nothing but you're choosing to meditate on something just rubbish and going on on that track and then imagine if you just went the opposite and just fill your head with the word after some time it becomes normal i'm telling you it's been a very long time very very long time that i had a bad day like when i'm saying i'm just sulking or anything hasn't and then i realized is because if if god shows you something he expects you to live up to it so if you know much you better walk that out also and then i realized i was like i can't afford what am i thinking and just a few days it was going on some things were ahead and i was like what am i thinking all of this is going on and you know i went for a pedicure i went so i was like okay i'm just going for a pedicure and i went and i had such a good time and i met somebody and everything and then i realized how so i was i was meditating on this i said how is it not the same before i would have sulked i chose not to I just took the thoughts down I said I have to pull down these thoughts because they're telling me you I'm not and they're presenting and exalting so I just quietly did that I went I had a good time then I planned a movie also later on okay everything that means your emotions and then I had different emotions emotions are following your thoughts okay bringing every thought to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled Colossians 3 It says I love it begins by saying not carnality but Christ. What does it say? Not carnality but the entire wilderness experience, everything that God was trying to do with the manna and everything that came, he was making them rest in what he says about them. So first time if you've done it sons, you find it difficult. And that's why I feel sometimes new sons come and they Priya, you're saying too easy. Just start doing it. You're getting trained, discipling as sons. That's why chastening is no. It's not like everything is in spirit now. I have resurrection life in my body. Even as you're renewing your mind, in small things you'll start seeing bigger things fall to your feet. That's how. And after you take down the lion and the bear, the Goliath is the Goliath. I always tell everybody, Goliath did not come for David. He came for Israel. David did Israel a favor. by going and taking them he had the lion and the bear okay but when the lion and the bear came up he didn't run he went and confronted him and with the same revelation he took down the the goliath okay so in your own personal relationship how did sandeep get the victory he is resurrection alive it will be his i didn't go and shepherd him in that situation for me i know it's blood relationship but in that sandeep pick up the sanchi books are reading now so i'm getting serious about who you are Okay, now he's taking the sonship, whatever. Now he knows he had a testimony to share. Okay, how he got it, but he knows that the father has been faithful to him and who he is, and he started getting serious about who he is, his new creation identity. Now that is he working it out between him and the father, his own relationship. Okay, now see this, not carnality but Christ. Verse three, if you then were raised with Christ, are you raised with Christ? seek those things which are where christ is sitting at the right hand of god set your set your mind on things above not on things of the earth god calls the carnal realm earthly if you are carnal if you go by what you see what someone said the doctor's report everything you'll get hit 
as sons you in small things you start living your life by the word the bigger things don't worry your father is there they will be submitting to you if you learn to take down the small things okay you get biggest victories in small things i'm telling you for example if anyone has something in your body an ailment in your body anyone who's listening online okay and i know that you're probably looking okay the doctor said cancer or someone said some grave thing Uh, don't pray about that forget about that situation in another area start seeing your sonship of who you are take the sonship book start reading you're a new creation born from above it may be just a relationship with your mom and in small things start taking victory rest if someone said something to you don't worry cast your care the bigger thing the cancer whatever that situation it will leave because you take dominion in small things Sometimes my greatest rest I've seen when the problem comes your way don't take it and run don't catch it and make it your own because you're not your savior he is and the minute you don't begin to run after it you'll realize it submits to you whether it's cancer whether it's any report it will change i have a testimony of this guy who um, who had a uh, you know he his spine was paining and so he went for a report and a test and the doctor said that you have third stage or fourth stage cancer in your back in your spine and this guy was going on a mission trip so he said i don't have so doctor said your maximum you live for 6 months you better start your chemo and everything now you know what this guy did he said i don't have time for this he said i'm going on a plane my flight is in 2 days i just came for a checkup and what is this news you told me he said i'm going he didn't run after the problem he goes on his mission trip it's 6 months there he extends his trip it's 8 months is about a year when he comes back he decides to go to the doctor cuz the last conversation he had he had 6 months to live so he says let's go see what's happened he goes back there's no cancer there's a truth in not taking the problem making it a run running that's why the bible says cast because he cares for you the biggest lie you'll believe is your carnal whatever presents you take it and make it your own let me be my own savior over this and that's the time you rest it's finished everything i'm not my savior he is you already did it and you don't run after your problems and you realize they submit to you your emotions everything will change even as you're coming into the identity of your spirit man renewing your mind so you won't have this terrible emotions you won't be depressed you'll be out of all of that okay set your mind on things above not on things of the earth for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God for you do you believe you died okay think about it for you died does a dead person have emotions <laughs> but if i'm alive try making a dead person cry <laughs> was Lazarus crying that he's dead or were his sisters crying his sisters were crying he's dead okay listen there's no death for a dead man can't get more death than he already is you die there's only now that anything can that be in you that can only give life so emotions if you go in a place you should fill that room with laughter they should come into your joy a depressed person should not re- rejoicing in your presence not get more depressed okay see this for you died and your life is hidden with christ in god when christ who is our life appears then you will also appear with him in glory therefore should i take this next next week or you want me to finish one more page 
You're awake, alive. Okay. Okay, I can. Okay. For you died. Okay. Therefore, put to death. What does it say? What does it tell you to do? Put to death. Remember before also it said, put to death the deeds of the body. Now again it tells you in Colossians, you put to death. That means that thought came into my head. I can really chew. I can eat food and this this going on in my head. I watch some Instagram stories of my friends and all. I was like, mm, okay, I'm eating and all. I can really choose if I follow those thoughts and those stories to get depressed. And then I choose like, hmm, okay, this is what the world is presenting to me. And then I should just rest in what my father says. And so in an instant, you can choose not to be there. You can be there or not because I, I know that my father says if I, if I actually listen to these stories, it will lead to death. Isn't that weird? But if I listen to my father, that looks opposite. But he is saying that it will lead to life. You know, I rather trust what he is saying. And I'll just blindly do what he's telling me. He's telling me not to worry. It looks so weird. Because worry means you're not in control. Don't worry. Don't take control of this situation. Because it's not yours too. It is his. So you learn to rest. Okay. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth. Which are on the earth. It's talking about this flesh, body. Fornication. Uncleanliness. Passion. Evil desire. Covetousness. Wanting something that somebody else has. Idolatry. Idolizing. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. But you are not a son of disobedience. In which you once, which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. Okay, it says in uh, Ephesians 2 that we are not a son of disobedience anymore if we are in Christ. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Yes. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on new man. So how are all these emotions going to change? How is it telling you? How will you get all of these out? You don't run out of the emotions. I'm an emotional person. You want your emotions to change. It's saying here, you put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. That means God is only telling you, you, you please just move ahead in your righteousness that I have given you. Start listening and believing the new creation re realities about you. Your emotions and all of the fruits will line up to the fruits of the spirit. All of the works of the flesh, everything will start subduing. Even as you're waking up to your righteousness conscience. That because righteousness leads to holiness. Okay? Not right doing. This is a gift that he's given you. Okay. So let's see, verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, as the elect of God, chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness. Meekness is not timid. Meekness is like control. Long-suffering. Long-suffering with my brother, with my mother. I know that she's long-suffering with me also. Okay. You're not giving your, your, your long-suffering just like your father. You see it, you want to see it, but you don't. Like in that moment when Sandeep told me, you know, pray for me, I could have really sat down and just say, you know, I told you, you know, like this, like this and go, gone on. I chose not to do it. You know, I just told him, Sancho book is on the table. It's time to open and read it. Okay. And then he went on and all, but man, I walked away like this, heartless. But for me, my rest is here, right? 
I'm a son of his blood. So any anyone, anything connected with me, I rest. Okay, I don't run after the problem only. So I knew that. Okay, like the what will happen, the end result of it. But I know that there's an in working going on with with my brother and the father. That I don't interfere in. So that I wanted that working to be on their own with them. So mom told me on his end what he did. So you know all of that. Sancho book is reading everything, and then uh, he knows that everything became clear for him. Okay, but I am. We are long suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint again against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. I forgive because Christ has forgiven me. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Now see this. All of this it tells you do 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 all of these. Huh? Like put on tender mercies. But one thing, look what it says in verse sixteen. Let the word of God of of Christ, not old covenant word. This is word of Christ. Christ in you, new covenant word. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching. And admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or do deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the the God, the Father through Him. After all of this, it says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." One thing don't forsake. One thing don't forsake is hearing the word, and this side of the cross, after the cross, not. Old covenant word. Okay, now see this Philippians four. What does it say? Verse four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say to you, rejoice. In James, it actually says, rejoice in your trials. That means something bad is happening to me to sing. Is because it's telling you don't go by this. Yeah, because this will give you life. Okay, for a son there is no death. If you you understand that, you know that, you already know that it'll always give life. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse six: Be anxious. All of these emotions, fear, anxiety, all of that come from the wrong, the tree of knowledge of good and evil that leads to death. Okay, so it's telling you don't have all of these negative anxiety, fears. It says in the word we do not have the spirit of fear, but it, we have the spirit of power, of love, and of a Sound mind. All fear comes because of stress, and it, it, attached to it, it has something that will have death in it. That means something that you are losing or something. That's where anger and fear come from, right? But we have the opposite. If you understand we are life, then you know that the result is life. It everything comes from identity. So Jesus has no fear, has no anxiety. He's not worried because he knows who he is, and his supply and his life is coming from the Father. That's why he says. Pontius Pilate is standing and says, "I have power over you." And Pontius Pilate is trying to take him to do something, and Jesus is not going by whatever he's saying to instigate him. It says he keeps his mouth shut, and then it says Jesus says he's saying, "You have no power over me unless it has been given to you from above." So how is he composed in front of somebody that looks like it has power? Because actually, that person has no power over you, and you can be still knowing where your origin is from. Your bloodline changed. You're no more Adam. We are Christ, son of His blood, and that's why we'll have different emotions. They are also getting redeemed. To the more you're waking up to who you are, that's why you want your crying, crying, crying. I can't give you hot soup. You'll still cry. 
But if you can just hear the word in the midst of your tears and you're crying and you're feeling why this person did this to me, God is angry, God is bad, just keep hearing the word. Just put on the message and hear the word, hear the word, hear the word. This word will push out all of those lies. Okay? And your tears will stop. You'll have tears of joy. Your father is able to take something negative and make it good. Only he can do it. And trust him, I've seen it in my own life, he's done it. So I'm telling you, you don't know how, he will do it because the memories of the righteous are blessed. He will not make you remember your past. Just do the one thing, hear the word, let the word dwell in you richly. Verse 8, be anxious, be, uh, verse 6, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Priya and the peace of God, what does it say? Your requests be made known to God. All your requests, you want a maid, you want a new job, they go to, they go to the Father. They don't come on prayer request. Okay? And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, sons, meditate on these things. That means chew on these things. Let your mind be on these things. Whatever things are true, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely. This looks like positive thinking, no? But it's not. It's the word thinking. Okay? Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And again, nine, the things which you learnt and received and heard and saw in me, that means this word. These do and the God of peace will be with you. Again, he tells, just hear the word. Start hearing the word. In Beloved, we put emphasis on word. The word is supposed to do what it's supposed to do. So the last thing and all our messages are up on YouTube. They're free. Just hear them because even as you're hearing, in the midst of the problem, not forgetting who you are, your job and my job is in the midst of the situation, you don't let that situation tell you who you are. Don't let that situation give you an identity. Like I can worry about my brother and then run after it because he's my brother. And then in the midst of that, I don't forget who it came to. One second, my origin changed. I'm not human. I'm Christ. And what happens when Christ hears anything? He doesn't run after it. He rests, doesn't even worry, goes. Because he's resurrection and he's life. Nothing, even if it came to my ears... Just the fact that death can come to my ears, it has to become life. Do you know that? If death comes to your ears, it will change to life because it came to the ears of the sun. That's how powerful you are. Sometimes I've realized and I've seen it through your lives, you don't even pray. Just the fact that the news came to you, it came to the sun. What is going to happen? That situation will get saved because it came to the ears of the sun. That's how powerful you are. That's why in the room you go in, chaos will leave. Order will come in. You go to corruption, it gets exposed, you bring in order. You go where there's darkness, light comes in. In your midst, there can't be any negative. That's why we pull down thoughts because they're not yours. Don't make those thoughts that come into your head your own. Like you're thinking them. No, I'm not thinking them. These clearly can't be because my thoughts are his thoughts. As he is, so am I in this world. Okay? Now see this. Galatians 5, but the fruit of the Spirit, 
but the fruit of the spirit it's the spirit of truth it's the spirit of righteousness in me and the more i'm getting established in this guess what your fruits are love joy peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self control against such there is no law and those who are christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit it means you know everything the father has done for you now allow yourself to be dominated by it that's what it mean how do you dominate you just rest the more you're waking up to who you are you'll end up being more still still you'll have less reactions when someone says to you won't get flagged off and everything you'll become more still so my job if i have some anger issues or something is flesh outbursts of wrath how do i do i don't pray for that i actually go in the word and start renewing my mind and i start seeing who i really am my identity all of this where do you think like something is you're going to miss out on something priya what what is all this and i go and renew my mind and then those things fall out because it's a righteousness thing the more you're getting righteousness conscious of who you are who the father says all of these things are submitting so do we have emotions yes we have emotions but our emotions don't lead to death they lead to life and so your emotions the world might look at them and say different things about you your emotions are very weird okay heartless there is no compassion but actually he is full of compassion go hear the message on we love in spirit and in truth and i have another sermon i think it's a small one on we don't live a son doesn't live our life by feelings and emotions okay that's why we are not carnal but we are spirit minded if you're carnally minded that means you go by feelings emotions all feelings emotions are coming from external stimulus that means if you're making your judgments and reactions based on them it says it's going to lead to death but sons we do not live in carnal we are not carnality we are christ everything about us is christ and even as we are resting in who we are the result is life and peace so we are emotional we have amazing emotions like christ we have holy anger that leads to life we have joy okay and there is uh, there is no fear there is no anxiety we're not called to worry is because we have a father who loves us so much you learn to rest okay so no more crying someone wrote to me and you know who you are right even as you're waking up to who you are all i want you to do is just hear the word give yourself some time and all of those things will change you're coming out of carnal into what people said into what the father says the more you're getting that word in you all of those emotions the depression everything will leave because it's not in your nature anymore okay so let's give a stand up let's give a tithe of all the things that you've heard today a tithe is a thanksgiving just the way you give your your finances and you give a tithe of your finances to jesus of everything that you heard today okay give a thanksgiving just say father i thank you i'm a son in your kingdom jesus you are my high priest and right now i give you a thanksgiving a tithe of all the increase that came to my soul okay and just begin to worship him with that just thank him for that ora hadala rana mashikriya dararaba steriya rana mabashik rahadara rapa steriya rapa father i just thank you that our emotions are getting redeemed just even as we are waking up to who we are and i thank you it's by the hearing of the word 
that even as we're getting rested, that our righteousness comes from you. We're resting in that, Father. I thank you that all things, all death is under our feet. I thank you for joy. I thank you for peace. I thank you for long-suffering. I thank you for self-control. I thank you for kindness, for gentleness. This is who we are, Father. Amen.